launching from an ether port at RBN, cruising at light speed. Here's your host, Steve Stars. Monday, I'm glad to be back. I know it's cold probably where you are. It's freezing below temperatures where I am out in Colorado. Man, I was just looking at that weather map, and I, I, I don't think I have to tell you. You know, you know that. I mean, this... Uh, this frigid storm has reached way down even to the Gulf Coast area. You know, I'm, I'm seeing temperatures projected at 19 degrees below uh, in places like uh, or nine below even in New Orleans and, and uh, places that are normally warm. Uh, what is happening? I mean, this is one of those things that's uh, caused by global warming, I guess, is that they'll try to explain uh, how, how, you know, we get colder temperatures because of global warming. Uh, we need to um, shut off all the uh, uh, carbon-emitting um, objects in the universe, including ourselves, you know, in order to save the world. This is the kind of insanity that you get out of these people. It's pretty uh, run-of-the-mill, isn't it? But anyhow, I'm back uh, again today. I'm glad to be here, of course. Uh, it's always a pleasure and a privilege and an honor to be uh, uh, working with RBM. Hey, uh, got a chance to get to know Jim Fetzer a little bit, you know, and he and I are going to probably team up a little more and do some things uh, we're here on the network and around town on wherever we can go, of course. And, but, uh, you know, uh, we had a good uh, show together, and he's going to be coming on. He's still here filling in for us. And, well, not just filling in, but he's a regular all the time now, Monday through Friday, I believe, and almost all the shows here. So uh, we have a, a great lineup of people who are really taking a lot of good time, I think, to uh, to get out with you and to talk to you and to, to keep this network going and to keep things moving ahead because uh, we are living in some very, very uh, dangerous times. Uh, I don't want to overemphasize that because I think it's been overemphasized to the point of using it as shock treatment. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, years ago, I had a really good uh, history teacher. Actually, it was Western civilization in 10th grade. and He was actually trying to implant some ideas and not really implant them, just see some good thought really is what he was doing to get us to think critically about what we hear, what we see, how we're being manipulated. And he talked about a thing called the IC Talon Theory. I think I've talked about that before on the show, and if you've listened in, you probably remember. Today's a good day to talk about the IC Talon Theory. Uh, the IC Talon Theory, you can't really find it on the internet or look it up, but it's an old idea that if you can sink that IC talent of fear into people's minds you can manipulate the public and it's been used by machiavellian dictators for many many years of course and uh, they have a lot of different formulas and ways of doing it sometimes it's a uh, brutal force you know and people like thugs and stuff like that but other times they use uh, fears of famine fears of disease fears of war fears of changing economic pictures fears of uh, elections and who will be the leaders you know as if uh, you have a lot of choice and sometimes we don't really have a lot of choice but today of course will be the Iowa primary and we're going to see what happens there probably very very likely Trump will walk away with a very big victory I don't know but uh, the situation is is by using fear and fear tactics, they are able to control the public. And sometimes the public doesn't even want to try to resist because they feel like they're just outnumbered. Well, you shouldn't feel that way. You really shouldn't because you're not outnumbered. They, that is another part of using this a tactic is to get people to think that they are. No one thinks alike uh, in these uh, kinds of matters, although 
Now, I'll tell you, there's a lot of agreement when, when you come right down to it. A lot of people realize what's going on. So the this network and myself and so many other people working here are busy, very busy, uh, talking to you to encourage you so uh, you don't get uh, swallowed up by the fear. And uh, <clears throat> recently, you know, you probably have heard that uh, which doctor in chief Fauci is now admitting that social distancing has no basis uh, for the Wuhan uh, lab leak uh, hypothesis, it's just a conspiracy theory. You know, it there was nothing there really all along. And the guy has changed his story so many times. I've been tracking this man for 32 years now, going back to 1992. And uh, I knew he was a murderer and a witch doctor and a person who uses fear tactics to sell dangerous drugs. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And uh, get into that uh, with this uh, voodoo science that he is using on people. This is all mind tricks, friends. It's Project Monarch. You're probably well aware of that. Uh, Then maybe take some calls and things like that, too. But uh, I'll tell you what, we've got a clip, and it runs about five minutes, and it's from Greg Reese. Uh, I've been kind of in contact with Greg just uh, on his Substack page. You can see it at uh, um, Greg Reese Substack if you find him up there. Also, by the way, I have this clip uh, on my Substack page, which is stevestars.substack.com. You don't have to uh, pay anything to subscribe. I'll send you out these uh, little notices. You can read the stories if you like. and You can always comment. And please give me some likes, you know. I, I, love, the, I love the likes because uh, I, I, I do a lot of uh, posting on other people's uh, Substacks, and I get 17 or 18 likes, sometimes as many as 21, but on my own page, I don't get any, you know, and I don't get too many comments, and I'll take time to try to respond to you, too, as well, so I'm not trying to make a lot of money with this, I'm just doing it because I need to have something to get out there that people can read, and you'll be able to find this clip up there, but we got this first clip, and uh, I've got my dog in my lap here who decided that he wanted to be part of the show today, so I'm hearing me muffle around a little bit. It's because uh, <clears throat> he doesn't want to go outside, I don't think, but uh, he is a little cold like a, a lot of the rest of us. Anyhow, a good thing this isn't television. He, he likes to be on TV, too. He does the cameo appearance. But anyhow, uh, I'm gonna, let's go ahead and roll this first clip, and you can hear this for yourself. This is from Greg Reese. Dennis Rancourt has a Ph.D. in physics. He is a former tenured full professor and has published over 100 articles in leading science journals. Rancourt and his team have used all-cause mortality data to prove there have been about 17 million deaths as a result of official COVID-19 measures, but not from COVID, which was a lie. As far as I can tell from all-cause mortality uh, data that we've been studying extensively for a long time, there's no such thing as a viral respiratory pandemic. He explains all this in his essay entitled, There Was No Pandemic, which you can find on his Substack. There was no pandemic in the sense that there was not a particularly virulent new pathogen that was spreading and causing death. That is not what happened. What happened was huge assaults against vulnerable people by many different methods. And every time you did that, you caused excess mortality. In all the countries where they were not doing that, there was absolutely no excess mortality, even if it was a jurisdiction that was right beside the one that was doing this. Rancourt explains a science of psychological murder that has been officially studied and documented for well over a century. It wasn't just the spike protein that killed us. 
It was the whole damn thing. Psychological stress and social isolation are dominant determinants of an individual's health. That causes uh, a suppression of your immune system and you're going to get some kind of infection, cancer, heart disease, and very often the lungs are very exposed to the environments and they're subjected to all the bacteria that you live with all the time, you get bacterial pneumonia. And it's a huge killer when a society um, is stressed, meaning all of its individuals are stressed. The kind of psychological stress that kills you is when your entire world is turned upside down. Your whole life you thought you had a place in the world and it's gone. That will kill you within a very short time. We always occupy a dominance hierarchy, a social dominance hierarchy. That is how we organize our societies because we are social animals. It is a fundamental truth of how we organize societies. The stress that is intended to keep you in your place within that dominance hierarchy is an everyday chronic stress. And the stressors have to keep changing how they're going to stress you because you get habituated to the stress. So they have to randomly hit you with hard things every once in a while to really make sure you understand what your place is. That stress is one of the biggest determinants of health. But we have to admit that medicine itself is a massive killer. It's a massive cause of premature death of individuals. Modern Western medicine is officially recognized as the third highest cause of death. It was designed to be a way of controlling the population. The role of medicine as an institution in our society is to maintain the dominance hierarchy, is to keep people sick and to put them in their place. It's just part of that institutionally. Financed by the Carnegie Foundation and published in 1910, the Flexner Report was used to outlaw natural medicine practices in America. The Rockefeller Foundation then funded a new kind of medicine, an inverted form of health care that utilized petrochemical drugs and experimental surgery to keep people sick and in many cases kill the patient. As Dennis Rancourt has pointed out, this is how societies have been run for centuries. A declassified document entitled Geomagnetic Factors in Spontaneous Subjective Telepathic Precognitive and Postmortem Experiences, as well as Decades of Trauma-Based Mind Control Research, shows us that the CIA and our governments are well aware of the deadly effects that traumatizing a population can induce. They are killing us with fear and trauma. This is known as psychogenic death or psychosomatic death. It is the phenomenon of sudden death brought about by strong emotional shock. Chairman of the Department of Physiology at Harvard Medical School, Walter Cannon, called it voodoo death because mind control is the main method used in voodoo rituals, which is well understood by our world leaders. Bill and Hillary Clinton spent their honeymoon in Haiti at a voodoo ritual, which Bill claims inspired him to run for political office. I was particularly intrigued by the voodoo religion. Voodoo's central ritual is a dance during which spirits possess believers. On the most interesting day of the trip, I got the chance to observe voodoo in practice. After several minutes of rhythmic dancing to pounding drums, the spirits arrived, seizing a woman and a man. The man proceeded to rub a burning torch all over his body and walk on hot coals without being burned. 
The woman, in a frenzy, screamed repeatedly, then grabbed a live chicken and bit its head off. By the time we got back from Haiti, I had determined to run for attorney general. Greg Reese reporting. There you are, Greg Reese reporting exactly uh, what we're talking about, this voodoo ideology or voodoo tactic is what it really is, the the fear mechanism, the icy talon theory, friends, uh, for an icy day here in North America. They are uh, chilling you with this fear, and then they're planting ideas and thoughts and and, uh, fear tactics to manipulate you like masses. Now, a lot of people want to be manipulated. I guess there are some people who just listen to the mainstream news media and are addicted to it and and can't think for themselves and don't want to think. They think they're being informed, but they're not. They're being manipulated by this tactic. And uh, Fauci's been using this tactic now for, well, since 1984, really, when he and Gallo per- perpetuated the, uh, the the HIV AIDS fraud, uh, stealing some samples from Luc Montagnier at the uh, Pasteur Institute in Paris, France, which uh, the French found out about and then sued the U.S. government in a very embarrassing moment when it was turned out that Fauci and Gallo had actually uh, misappropriated speak stealing and stolen and stolen and uh, taking their information or the, the, these samples to the uh, through the process and the whole thing with HIV AIDS was never verified by any peer review friends never was the test results that they based this whole announcement on on uh, April 23rd 1984 coming up on 40 years now uh, were never examined by any scientists, and they had a bunch of people like David Baltimore and some of these other, you know, scumbags in the big farming industry sign off on it. So uh, Margaret Heckler, who was a real ditz as a leader for Health and Human Services, uh, went through all this, and we just got manipulated into a situation where this is where it all turned out and where it all went. So Fauci's been at this for many years, and I I hate to keep uh, making that point. Most of you are very well aware of it. I'm so tired of talking about him, but he's back, of course, in the news. Uh, This story in right here is from... uh, Bell Carter at Natural News, who says that uh, former White House Chief Medical Advisor Anthony Fauci, the public face, yeah, the public, I won't tell you what kind of face he is, of the United States Wuhan coronavirus response, just finished his second day of closed-door testimony before the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus uh, Pandemic, where he admitted that his public health mandate social distancing had no scientific basis. He also finally acknowledged that the lab leak hypothesis is not a conspiracy theory. Now, wait a minute. Let me explain something about the lab leak, all right? Uh, David Martin, Dr. David Martin, and I've got his, uh, I think his story up there on my Substack as well. Dr. David Martin follows the money. He, he was a guy who was involved with uh, watching where the patents were going with Big Farmer for a long time, and he decided he wanted to come over to our side and be honest, and uh, I, I honor that. He's been a very vocal person. He's with, been with uh, G. Edward Griffith, uh, Griffin, G. Edward Griffin on his uh, you know, Red Pill University page. He's, he talked to the EU Parliament. I think we played that clip on this show, you might remember. Um, you know, David Martin, Dr. David Martin pointed out that Moderna was rushing back and forth uh, to the patent office, being declined, and then having to make alterations to finally get a patent on an mRNA vaccine. All this was before 
before Wuhan, before Wuhan. All right, so Wuhan is just an imaginary location of where this whole thing came from. Another, uh, you know, uh, cloak and dagger kind of a tactic to try to make us think, well, those Chinese with our money created this thing. When we had uh, Metabiota and all these other laboratories in the Ukraine, all of this is still connected to the Bidens and everything like that. This all works through the same crowd, friends. It's the same evil plan, and everybody else is in on it, in, along with something, uh, a creature like Fauci who should have never been in this position when Trump took office. And I, we said that on this network several times. Nobody knew who Fauci was at that time. I've been over this again, too. I don't want to keep going over it. But the, the bottom line is, is they were using this tactic. The whole concept of the Wuhan virus is really, uh, I mean, it's a fabrication. They were already patenting the mRNA uh, jabs, uh, both Pfizer, Moderna, and then the other vector uh, uh, viruses uh, or mRNA products that they were putting together with uh, Johnson and Johnson and Astra, AstraZeneca. Uh, all of these were already in the process of being made before, before all of this started. And as Fauci said, there would be a surprise epidemic. He was saying this back in 2017 uh, from Georgetown, which is where he's hanging out now at Jesuit Georgetown. He was, by the way, Jesuit trained. Uh, so he's been around for all these years, creating these concoctions and fear tactics. And just as Greg Reese's report uh, provided you the information there, you know, iatrogenic death, which means uh, death by medicine, death by medical mistakes, known mistakes, not just deaths where they couldn't solve a problem. But death induced by the medical industrial complex is probably at least the third highest a cause of death in America today, the third highest. And I know people who have died from it. Uh, you know, you probably do too. Uh, we are being killed by our medicine is what's happening. And none of this has uh, progressed out of the of the place of where we're really dealing with a lot of these diseases with any real success. Cancer is a classic example. In other words, they didn't want to cure cancer. They wanted to create a whole new germ scare tactic with HIV AIDS. And that's why you had people like Robert Gallo, who came out of the National Cancer Institute, because viral, uh, viral research had, had kind of come to an end at that time. And they needed a way to refund this whole viral concept of how these diseases are caused. Now, as you know, they eliminated ivermectin, which is designed to kill bacterial parasitic infections friends that's one of the things they took off the market now why is that probably because a lot of this disease called covid was actually bacterial infection parasitic could have been treated should have been treated all right we'll be back maybe take some calls got some more thoughts and things stay with us right here on rbn light speed Do you begin to smell some funky little things going on? Let me share this story with you. It's not so much a story, it's something I wrote years ago. Read your history, people. Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? <laughs> Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday, or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? 
The next round of the worst financial crisis in a hundred years is coming, people, and the government is out to make you and I pay for it. And will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge. And I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit SierraMondrePreciousMetals.com for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett, at 602-799-8214. Or by email at KettleMoraineLTD at Cox.net for private consultation. Once again, our phone number 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. ladies and gentlemen uh, the storm is gathering and that's what they're trying to do they're trying to create every kind of storm they possibly can and uh, just as the clip that we played uh, talked about the enormous amount of stress fear and complication confusion and and anything they can inject into the theory here of the icy talent theory is what they're going to try to do you know i mean they do have another disease coming out that they're talking about even face the nation. The mainstream news media talked about a black swan event. You've heard about disease X, which is going to be more dangerous. Remember, this was all programmed and, and 
were told in Operation Lockstep, the Rockefeller documents uh, years ago, they said there would be one and maybe two. The second uh, pandemic that they're coming out with is going to be even more dangerous, as uh, we're reading about and hearing right now. Possibly, uh, I don't know whether it's going to be viral. It, I'm, I'm certain it won't be what they claim it is because it never, it never has been. Uh, it goes all the way back many, many years. They use any number of uh, existing diseases or problems, whether it's uh, financial, whether it's warfare, whether it's terrorism, whether it's uh, a dangerous germ, uh, whatever is there, they amplify in the minds of the listeners and the people who are watching the mainstream news media to make it bigger and bigger until they can implement, implant or implement a, uh, a, a Hegelian dialect process of by which they uh, want to uh, you know arrive as the kind of people who solve the problems when they're the ones who initiate them in the first place we know that's the way they operate so how do we stop this well you know I, i'm not gonna put a whole lot of confidence in our political process but i, I do want you to get involved and be in, uh, encouraged a little bit in this area because it is having an effect uh, it doesn't necessarily stop this train wreck, but it may slow it down enough for uh, us to jump off or, or take our own route if we need to. And uh, currently, you know, there are impeachment measures coming uh, up against Mayorkas and also Joe Biden. It's likely he's not going to make it until the election, friends. Uh, the Roger Stone has been talking about this. Uh, there are uh, we don't know where they're going to go and how they're going to substitute the situation with either Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama. But it's very likely that Biden is probably going to peter out very quickly here. I doubt that he'll be around uh, for a very much active inter uh, interaction by late summer. It's probably no doubt he will not be debating Donald Trump or anybody else. Uh, but these are the kinds of things that are happening. And, um, you know, my disappointment with Trump was that, uh, let's put it this way, it was more than disappointment. I was horrified when I saw Fauci and Trump standing on the same uh, platform together, and Fauci was even 10 feet close to Trump. I said, my God, this can't be happening. And it was, you know, and uh, I'm not, again, uh, I'm not somebody who is a, a, a person who is against Donald Trump, but I have been very critical of his lack of discernment in everything he's done. I don't think he quite has the skills for law enforcement. And I understand, yeah. I mean, you get elected, you have favorites, you have favoritism, you have people who you have to pay back in terms of, you know, the favors that got you into that position in the first place. I, I get it. So, uh, you know, why Eli Lilly and an attorney by the name of Alex Cesar to head Health and Human Services. Well, that was a bad move to begin with because they were all about developing new drugs and therapeutics. You could see where this was going. Dollar signs were in the eyes of Donald Trump, and he was thinking, gee, we're going to have... Do you remember that announcement that he made? You might remember this. When he said, we're going to speed things through because things get caught up in the system for so long that they can't get out to the public in time. And we, we're really going to uh, streamline, you know, going to warp speed these things through uh, the process of examination, testing, clinical trials, all these things. And I thought, well, you know, that is 
that could be good or bad, but it'll probably be bad. Uh, good in some cases because there have been things and developments in scientific uh, research on so many things that could be very, very valuable that we could use that have been held off the market for many years. You might be aware of that in some of the uh, areas of cancer research and other diseases where they're interfering with a, a known market and would basically cut the cost right of uh, production of these kinds of therapeutics or the treatments in, in half or in, in a two, down to a tenth in a very effective uh, disease uh, therapeutic or, or treatment that isn't dangerous and, and can be proven to be safe. Ivermectin is a classic example, except for it actually did win a, a Nobel Prize in, in, I think it was 2015, for its ability to stop parasitic infections, and at the same time, uh, the low cost and, and availability and safety of it was very, very high. Uh, I mean, the, the, the low cost was low, but the, the safety and the effectiveness of it was very, very high. So that was removed from the market. So what kinds of diseases are they going to come up with? Can they spray things that are uh, nanotechnology? We're, we're seeing now stories coming out that, that say that virtually everybody who's been injected, guys, uh, everybody who's been injected has no sperm count left, and all they have is spike protein. Well, think about that. We'll come back and talk more about it. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilaji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilaji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilaji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilajit literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilajit has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. 
homeowners. Are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. All right. Yeah. Hey, now. Hey, now. It's not over, friends. We got to dig in at this point because we do have these people. We have them identified and they're caught in their own web of deception. And uh, it is coming to an end. But there's going to have to be some law enforcement if Donald Trump comes back. And this is what they're afraid of. You know, they should be afraid of it uh, because, yes, he does need to hold these people accountable. Uh, I I mean, can you imagine this if if Fauci actually was uh, put under the kind of uh, questioning and consequences that the Nuremberg trials had many years ago? Well, I think you would have to hang. I don't think there's any way around it. This man is a mass murderer. This guy has been killing people. He poisoned 300 people with AZT uh, by 1992, friends, uh, with a fictitious germ scare that he had used at that time. And uh, he has continued to do these kinds of things all along. Bill Gates as well. All these people should be held accountable. And I know everybody's cynical when you say, oh, but it's not. Well, I tell you, the reason why it doesn't happen is because uh, we are so willing to settle for something a little better than what we need, which is law enforcement. And as I've said about Donald Trump, he lacks the ability to be the law enforcement official we need. Now, will he gain that in the next time around if he's uh, reinstated as president? Well, I hope so. He really needs to. Uh, I hope, in effect, that he has realized that they are not playing nice and they are not going to shake hands and negotiate with him. They're going to try to assassinate him, friends. You know, they're, uh, they, they know they're on the bubble. These people are terrified themselves. Let their own terrors come upon them, uh, I think is what the psalmist says in the Bible. And this is what I want to see. These people need to be held accountable, and we have to make it happen. I mean, I don't believe in, uh, you know, pitchforks and uh, torches and spears and, and riotous uh, behavior. But I do believe we need to get on uh, the uh, whole situation with the court system here and demand that law enforcement take effect on these kinds of hideous crimes against mankind. They have to be stopped. So um, 
I, I'm believing for good things. I'm going to keep encouraging those things while I'm here and, you know, the, working with the network and everywhere else I go. And, uh, you know, I want to make you, uh, uh, if I can, uh, feel like you can be uh, uh, successful in some of the things you do. I, I contact Congress quite a bit. I called the House uh, subcommittee, uh, or I guess it was the House Committee on Oversight uh, there uh, just recently, and I complained that Joe Biden lied, lied four times, saying that Donald Trump killed cops, uh, his mob uh, killed cops on uh, January 6th. There was no police officers killed on January 6th. Zero. Zero. There were four protesters, but police officers, uh, Capitol Police, uh, these are the kind of lies that this man needs to have his nose rubbed into. This man needs to be held up and said, you know, I I mentioned this before probably, I don't know, but when Charles Manson was in in a trial case, Richard Nixon came to Denver and he made a statement to the effect of that Charles Manson was guilty. Here's a man that's evidently guilty is what he said. Well, Manson picked up that newspaper uh, and was dancing around the courtroom with it, saying, I'm going to get off on a mistrial. The president just said I was guilty while this trial is going on. Joe Biden cannot say what he is saying. Uh, If Manson, who was guilty and eventually found guilty because Nixon had to utter a retraction of his statement. Uh, But, uh, you know, his lawyers had their jaws wide open when they heard him say that. They said, you cannot say that. You know, and yet Biden gets away with lying like he does three years later, three years later. What are we falling into here? How do we allow ourselves to let this guy, uh, this dolt, be uh, pretend to be president? Okay, now, MIA, AOL, whatever you want, not AOL, but absent without leave, you know, is uh, this, uh, who was, I I guess, whether he's still around or not, our Department of Defense uh, Secretary, Lloyd Austin, missing in action, friends. He is absent without leave. What the hell is going on with this? While we have this whole precarious situation in Ukraine going on, we have a Department of Defense chief that hasn't been heard from. We don't know anything about it. Uh, Maybe he is dead, for all we know. But I don't know that yet. But there are speculations. I think we've talked about that. But obviously, it doesn't matter, really. Uh, If he's gone, he's gone. And this should be also something. I talk to uh, people like uh, call your, uh, you know, the House subcommittee or the House, uh, uh, actually the House uh, Republican House uh, Oversight Committee, if you like, uh, call uh, Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House. These call him up and leave him a message. Friends, it's much better than trying to write a letter, really. And then, yeah, the letters are important too. Faxes are are probably the best means of communicating with these people. But we've got to put pressure on these people to do the right thing we are making some headway and if you're thinking well it'll all get resolved when donald trump is elected next uh what in november now um i don't think so you know things are not going to change just because a maybe trump takes over or somebody else is more conservative i don't know or somebody who is not conservative at all we don't know the future we've got to do what we can right now and I uh, uh, I have uh, talked to some of these people quite a bit. You can call and leave a message on their phone lines. You uh, can talk to any uh, 
U.S. representative, congressional representative, or U.S. senator. If you email them, they will eliminate your email unless you're in their constituency, okay? They won't listen to your email. You can write them, and they'll take the letter. You can send them a fax, but calling them is the best thing to do. I, I, I should do it more. I try to make at least three to four phone calls a week uh, when I talk to these people. It does have an effect. Yes, Biden should be impeached and he should be thrown out and answered for crimes. Hunter, you know, I mean, my God, this has been going on for years. But better yet, find the committees that are on these things and call them and weigh in on it. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to work perfectly. It's not going to work overnight, but it does wear on them. Call your uh, your Democratic senators about this World Economic Forum Uh well, not the World Economic Forum uh, directly, but the World Health Organization, which is going to go around your constitution and set up this model states, uh, you know, medical emergency health care act that was actually part of the Patriot Act going all the way back to 2001. It was passed in December of 2001. And most people didn't realize I when I saw that I knew something was horribly wrong. They're setting up medical martial law right now okay and just as you heard the clip uh the amounts of the amount of stress the amount of uh uh dislocation and disorientation all of this makes people sick people are going to get sick because they believe they're getting sick people are are told there's a virus out there it's a boogeyman and that this is how the voodoo situation operates it's voodoo medicine friends is what it is you know if you had a car or in an automobile and you heard something clanking around in, in the right front wheel or something, you might take it into a shop. And if you trust the guy in there, he's going to tell you you broke a ball joint and your steering rod is broken. When actually the only thing that happened was a lug nut came off and it's rattling around inside your hubcap. You know what I mean? These people are telling you all kinds of lies to take you for a ride. That has got to stop. We've got to hold them accountable, and we've got to set the standard. That's all there is to it. Okay. So uh, I hope that wasn't too long and lengthy. We've talked about this so much. But, uh, you know, I, I just will finish up with this and saying that Fauci, together with former National Institutes of Health Director Francis Collins, another flake, all right, have both denied in testimony to Congress that the agency funded a risky gain-of-function research at a lab in Wuhan, China, where the pandemic began in late 2019. But in June 2023, the, the Government Accountable, uh, Accountability Office, GAO that is, issued a report revealing that NIH contributed more than $1.4 million to Chinese research institutions between 2014 and 2019, despite seriously uh, some biosafety concerns, including the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Okay, well, obviously the money went there, my, my comment, but back to the report. As per the report, the study included genetic experiments to combine naturally occurring back coronaviruses with SARS and MERS viruses, resulting in hybridized, also known as chimeric, coronavirus strains, and its funding has since been cut off, really. Uh, now, who else is missing from that formula? We got, uh, let's see, we got Fauci, we got Francis Collins, head of NIH, and what about the head of uh, bioethics at the National Institutes of Health? The, the head of bioethics at National Institutes of Health. Know who that person is? That is 
Christine Grady. Christine Grady. Uh, Christine Grady slash Fauci. Fauci's wife. How come she has not been brought up and, and questioned about all this as well? Why isn't Fauci's wife on the grill? That's what I want to know. I mean, see, this is the kind of stuff that's going on. And I, I've mentioned this several times, and yet his rant, I even called Rand, uh, Rand Paul's office and said, you better get her up there. Bioethics? Come on, bioethics. She's the one who's heading bioethics in NIH, and she's never been questioned. Anyway, not to get too much on that. We, uh, I have already, but obviously, you know, it's just one part of it, as you know. Uh, you saw that there were protesters uh, out in front of the White House, uh, most of them pro-Palestinian, of course, uh, uh, raising a ruckus there. Now Joe Biden's got the same problem that Donald Trump had with Black Lives Matter, only this time it's Palestinian supporters, okay? And what's he going to say to them? I mean, he's caught in the middle with this whole thing, the entire Israeli debacle situation, something that re- really should have never gotten this far and out of control in the first place, had the New World Order and globalists been uh, overseeing the proper use of allowing, I believe, the people in Gaza, the right leaders, not Yasser Arafat, not Mohammed Abbas. These people are paid off. They're being controlled. The leaders of the Palestinian movement have been manipulated all along, friends. And these, uh, yeah, there's some real bad eggs in the, among those people there in Hamas and Fatah. Yes, there are. But I really feel sorry for the people that live there because a lot of these folks are just regular people who are trying to make a living and get by in a very, very dangerous, essentially open-air concentration camp environment. All this could have changed. All this could have changed if people that were not agitating the situation were in charge instead of the maniacs we let get into control. This is what's happening left and right. This is why we have the problems we have today. And they are going to use these tactics to get you to submit to more of their hanky-panky. How about journalist Gonzalo Lira, who I consider an American patriot? I mentioned recently on the Substack that uh, he should, uh, 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 Gonzalo, I'm sorry, Gonzalo Lira, should have been, uh, the the, the U.S. flag should have been lowered to half-mast when he died. He was a great American. He was a guy who was reporting the truth from what was really going on in Ukraine, and they put him in prison until he died, and I think they assisted in all of that. Uh, why isn't this man being honored uh, like, like a true American hero like he should be? I think that you know the answer already. You know, he, uh, he was telling people what we need to know, that the mainstream elaborate uh, operation of these psychopaths didn't want to hear so we've got all kinds of things happening, and think about all the illegals out there right now who've come to the United States and are now finding themselves in sub-zero temperatures. Uh, I mean, this is, uh, you might say, it may be working in our advantage to some extent because uh, we don't need these people here. They are flooding into cities. Democratic mayors are now demanding that they be um, that they be uh, you know, sent out or detained or sent to some other location. Texas might has made a good move here by demanding its authority over its own border, as they should have all along. If Kerry Lake would have been elected in Arizona, the same thing would have been happening there, but we were robbed of that election. See how these things affect uh, all of us. By the Dominion dysfunctional machinery there, uh, if you want to see a good film, I've mentioned this before, go to blackboxvoting.org, Black 
box voting.org and look at the film Fraction Magic. You'll see Dominion and ESNS were purchasing Smartmatic. This is, goes back seven or eight years ago. Shows you exactly how they manipulate these machines. And they will do it again. They will do it again if we don't stop them. We're only months away. But they have to be caught. These people have to be caught. I live out here in Colorado, and I can tell you Dominion is based in Denver. And uh, there are issues going on with Tina Peters, a great lady, a patriotic woman who who actually caught them in Mesa County. I think you might have known about her. She was uh, working with Mike Lindell and some other people to expose what's happened. Man, they have treated this woman like you would not believe. But she's still still in the fight, and she's coming back out with it again. We have to stop this uh, election fraud immediately. Even Elon Musk was shocked to learn that they're allowing all these illegals to vote. There's no way they should be allowing these people to vote. Uh, no way. They're not. They shouldn't even be here in the first place. But the, to allow them to vote, you know, this is what these Democrats are doing. These people are deviant. Now, just as we heard with that piece with uh, Bill Clinton, that wasn't Bill Clinton who read that uh, toward the end. Uh, the narration about his involvement with voodoo. It was somebody else who had a southern accent, but it was Bill Clinton's uh, writing. That was what he was saying. This man is overtaken by a, a demonic spirit, obviously. He's gotten involved with all this. These people are, are bent on destruction. They're going down, and they're not coming back. That's what's going to happen. There is a, a certainty of it all. I've said before that, you know, uh, if you look at the book of Revelation, if you re- read the word sorcery in the book of Revelation, the rest of the Bible has a little bit different interpretation of sorcery. In that case, it's magical arts and more like the, you know, the, the Harry Potter type stuff, right? But in the book of Revelation, that word sorcery is pharmakia, pharmakia. That's where the word pharmakia, and four times in the book of Revelation, the word uh, sorcery appears. It's talking about big pharma is what it's talking about. It's been predicted. God knew this was coming. He knew it all along. Uh, And he also is providing us an opportunity to learn about what we're seeing before it happens. So I... uh, I will get into that some other time in some to some uh, deeper detail, but I want you to be aware of the fact that you know there is uh, an end to this this era. It's coming to an end. We're going to see everything that's happening here, and these people who have made been uh, who've been using all of us and mistreating people the way they have are going to have to answer for it, and it's not going to be good. They are going down, and they're not coming back. Stay right with us. We will be back, though. I promise you that. We will be back right here on RBN. Kilad Atzman says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race, and the fact that race drives history, and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQRS. This woman, she's like, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago, and I'm like, what? A koala? What? 
Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, I don't know. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, yeah, I mean, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. One final segment here on Lightspeed today. It's uh, always good to be with you folks. Hope you're staying warm out there. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to encourage you, encourage you as much as I can. Uh, we're being terrified is the idea because they think it frees us up literally with fear, now with temperatures, of course, and all that. Uh, we've got to stay active. We've got to help each other out. We've got to be uh, in the game. And this is... I mean, I'm not going to say the political solutions are the only way to go because they really are probably one of the most uh, least cost effective, I, I would say, because you put a lot into these things and the people who go there go there to make money. I mean, it's that bad. This, is, this system was set up all along, uh, along the lines of, of uh, putting people into these positions where they should be statesmen and stateswomen, if you like, uh, people representing uh, good causes and their, and their constituents. Instead, they go there to make money. 
Very few of them do not come away without making two to three million dollars in Congress and more than that in the Senate. So that has been a problem all along with our government. You know, uh, we talk a lot about uh, ethics and how things work up and down, left or right. But the reality is uh, it, it all happens tremendously uh, on the uh, on the dime. It, everything turns on the dime up there. You know what I mean? Uh, where the money is, where the lobbyists go, these people are, are allowed to have inside information. They also change the laws and the rules to create the insiders. You know, I mean, this is the biggest problem we have right now is the uh, greed of the people in D.C. And that's where the biggest problem uh, has been all along, really, uh, for many years going way back because we have allowed it. And this is why we do need to get good people who will stand up for our uh, our our causes, and we, this is why you need to make them very uncomfortable while they're in office, uh, not from the standpoint of threatening, but from the standpoint of telling them you are being watched. Uh, I really tried a long time ago to find some way to do that, especially with uh, certain issues, and we can still do it. But your contact to these people lets them know you're paying attention. That is very important. They need to know they're being watched. They need to know who they You know, it, it should get to the point where people don't want to go to Washington, really, because it should be such uh, a, a lot of a guff that they have to take from their constituents that they have to decide, I'm either going to go there to do it because they're going to do the right thing or I'm going to stay home. You know, as long as we let these people just meander around, use this power, use their authority, make inside deals, uh, our government is, is going to be shot. That's all there is to it. But uh, we have other ways and other means. We can use the media. We can use the telephones. We can let them know that uh, look at how many people who were one time in uh, in Washington, D.C., Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, you know, Joe, Joe Biden is pretty much history already. Nancy Pelosi will be. Uh, I don't think Hillary Clinton will ever be back. These people are going to leave a, a stain on the American flag, you know, when they're gone, you know, and uh, they won't be remembered or cherished at all. Very few of them will be. But uh, this is what we need to do. We need to make it uh, make them realize that uh, if you if you let us down, we will stay in your name, and you'll be a part of that bad group of people that we don't even like to associate as and with Americans. Okay, stay tuned to RBN. Uh, great show, Jim Fester coming up. I'll be back next Monday. Stay tuned and help the network, and we'll do it all. We'll get back with you soon. Bye bye now. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. 
at the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 